keep your sexy thoughts about me and our guests to yourself, no matter how wonderfully perverted they are. Go listen to the outro if you want to connect and enjoy. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wild Lee, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we celebrate sex and inspire and encourage each other to live more pleasure-filled lives by sharing our sexy details. Can you tell our listeners a little background information about yourself? Okay, so I am a 49-year-old female. I'm married, heterosexual. I go by she, her... I'm in Dallas, Texas. Been married for almost 30 years. I have four kids and I was raised conservative Christian. Okay, so raised conservative Christian, what were your early memories around anything sexual? Did you get a sex talk? Did you have sex ed? What, how did it enter your <laughs> brain, your awareness? <laughs> So I was actually raised Southern Baptist. So, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll were the things that were always bad, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, which made it very interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I grew up, you know, my parents, I would always catch them making out in the kitchen. Oh. And, you know, so they were very affectionate in front of me. Okay. But we didn't talk about it at all. And um, I guess... It was one of those things that I probably felt like I was the only one that was really sexual in the house because mm -hmm. even though I saw them being affectionate, it was never spoken about. The funniest mm -hmm. thing is, one is I had a boy over probably and I was 13 or 14 and we were in the front room and he kissed me and my mom and dad were peeking through the shutters, you know, <laughs> and my dad comes busting in and makes him leave and they oh set me on the couch and all of a sudden it was this whole talk about if you get pregnant and da 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 and I was just like I just wanted a kiss you know? oh so gosh. I remember which this is I don't know how to feel about this but I remember them telling me that if I ever got pregnant I would keep the baby because you know we didn't I mean we were pro-life yeah and I remember thinking because my parents were so strict I was like I remember thinking in my young teenage mind, you would let me keep the baby. I mean, it was, just, I don't know oh, where that thought came from. You know, like yeah. it was so weird. I was like, it was just a guess. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then six weeks or maybe a couple weeks before I got married, I was 21 when I got married okay. and my dad pulled me aside one day and he's like, so, um, do we need to have a talk or anything? And of course I was like, no, we don't need to have a talk. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that was pretty much the extent of it. So, you know, pretty much the rest I learned on my own. <laughs> Wait, so did your dad initiate that conversation, like, before walking you down the aisle? Or was it like... No, probably... I remember where I was standing, and we were at home, and I don't... It was a couple weeks before I got married, and okay. I don't know what possessed the man <laughs> to ask me that, but I was like... Well, especially not with my dad. <laughs> yeah. Gross. You know, I wonder if he was like, I'm doing my fatherly duty. Right? Like, oh, shit, she's getting married. And I never said a word. I don't know what I don't know what he thought. I don't know. <laughs> and do you have any siblings? I have a brother that's 10 years younger. Okay. Okay. So you didn't get like any insight from him. <laughs> oh, no. No. Nope. What about in... So what about in church? Did they talk about sex at all? 
or not having sex? Really, probably in youth, you know, like youth group, we would have, I guess they would preach about, you know, waiting till marriage and, you know, you shouldn't have sex before marriage. And that, I mean, that was the overwhelming message. It was never said you would go to hell, but you kind of felt like if you did, you'd go to hell, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't believe if you have sex before marriage, you'll go to hell. But, you know, it was very strongly like, that was a very clear message. <laughs> but as far as anything educational, like to help you in your sexual experience or anything, there was nothing. I mean, there was no talk about it, you know? Right. right. Even if you were married, you just you didn't talk about it. <laughs> so. And do you weird. remember the feeling in your peer groups, like in your friends, were all of your friends pretty much Christian? I feel like I grew up in a pretty mm-hmm. Christian place. We were either Christian <laughs> or Catholic because it's, you know. Yeah. Well, so I went, my parents put me in a a Christian school. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my friends probably, you know, getting the same message, although we weren't all living by it. I was going to say, yeah. How many of you did? Yeah. Not a lot. (laughs) (laughs) We were better at hiding it, maybe. I don't know. But um, Yeah, so it wasn't like I was an anomaly where I was because most people were getting the same message, you know. Mm-hmm. None of us were, how do I want to say, we were all pretty sexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like it tampered how we, I don't know, felt about the other sex. We were just better at keeping our sin quiet, you know, <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> Great. So, okay. So will you tell me, could you, do you feel comfortable sharing what you did engage with? So you had at least a kiss with a partner. Actually, uh, the youngest experience I had, I think I was probably 10. And I just listened to your podcast the other day on the polyamorous 40 year old woman. And I was like, it triggered so many thoughts. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, you know. So anyway, there was this house, house on the hill in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if my parents knew more than I did. They're like, don't go to that house. Don't go to that. Well, I'm like, well, I'm totally going to that house. Yeah. (laughs) What else would you do? Yeah. (laughs) So me and my my girlfriend next door, we would ride our bikes and we would sneak up to this house. And so it was like, it was like a ranch style house, literally on a hill. And there was like a garage apartment probably next door that they rented out a lot and you never really saw the people. So it kind of had that mystery anyway, like yeah. the creepy little house, you know, but so me and my girlfriend sort of broke into the garage one day <laughs> and literally the whole place was stealing the floor of playboy and penthouse magazines. What? And I was, it was like the exact story. Right. And I was like, I mean, part of it kind of creeped me out. And the other part was like, Oh, yeah. Well, let me see what that is. Yeah. <laughs> and we would just sit in the floor and look at these magazines. <laughs> and, you know, of course we went back a couple times because it was so like, yeah. wow. Like, you know, even at 10 is so young, but yeah. you know, I guess even then you're still start, you're starting to have curiosities. You know, more yeah. Curiosities is a good word. And so I just remember I don't know. I'd probably never seen an adult woman like that before, for sure. Mm -hmm. My mom, you know, although her and my dad were very affectionate and all that kind of stuff. She was kind of private when it came to her nudity. So I didn't, I hadn't really experienced anything. Yeah. So I just remember thinking how 
I guess, sexual they were. That was, I wasn't attracted to them as women, but I was, you know, it started awakening, you know, like me and my body Mm -hmm. and, you know, all that. And so after that's probably when I started drawing on my Barbie dolls, then my mother freaked out. But but they're not anatomically correct. They need, you know, (laughs) their body parts. (laughs) Do you remember if the women in those magazines, did they have hair then or were they like shaven? They did. Yeah, they did. Because, you know, this is Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. So some were quite bushy and some, you know, not so much. I mean, just like, I guess all of us naturally, some have more than others, Mm -hmm. but yeah, to this day, I can remember pictures, you know, that I saw. And then the, my girlfriend that went with me, her dad had, you know, all the little magazines in his bathroom. Yeah. So, you know, we always wanted to use that bathroom so we could check (laughs) it out, you know, and of course his had, you know, boys in them too, because it was, you know, boys and girls to get men and women together. So that, you know, added a whole other layer. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, (laughs) so that really, you know, I guess got my imagination going for sure. So I always felt like I was very sexual. I just didn't know what to do with it really, you know, it's kind of sad, but (laughs) I knew it was there. (laughs) And let's see, uh, then there was a time I was probably seventh, sixth grade. It was sixth grade. And there was this boy that liked me and he came to our neighborhood and I was at my girlfriend's house and we kind of went into this little shed thing. And I remember him kissing me and then he just shoved my hands down his pants. And I was like, I'd never felt a penis before. That was the first time I ever felt one. He had zero hair whatsoever, but he was very confident with what he had. (laughs) You know, I think back now and I'm like, Poor guy. He just wants somebody to touch it so bad. Totally. I mean, it was a nice penis, I gotta say. Even, okay. even at 13, a nice penis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> little smooth thing. And who knew? Now it's in style. So, <laughs> But I remember, you know, I was like, it felt good, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, kudos. He was, he was well packaged. Yeah. <laughs> nice and girthy and you know but oh he just kept and I pulled my hand out because yeah. I mean I never I wasn't like oh gross but I was like I didn't know what to do with yeah, it you exactly. know That's what I was gonna and, ask. and he just kept shoving it back down there <laughs> so I was like, I'm sure I rubbed it or something yeah. you know but yeah that was my first like oh my experience gosh. with penis <laughs> wow <laughs> I will say I did save myself for marriage for nice. the thing you know okay. like the big one I yeah. did save myself I think I was probably 15, maybe 14. And it was the boy that my parents caught me kissing in the living room and they freaked out and threw him out, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't know why, because my father was so strict, but they let me go to his house and he lived kind of in the country and he was a single mom. They wouldn't let me go if they knew what happened, but we went out to his house and his mom just sort of, you know, I guess because she was a single mom and he was a teenage boy, he was a little older. He was probably a couple of years older. She just kind of left us alone in the house, I guess, uh-huh. to do whatever we were going to do. Uh-huh. And I remember, so we're laying there on the bed making out and I mean, not even two or three minutes. And he starts rubbing on the outside of my jeans, like sort of in the clit area, not really. Yeah. And he's like, are you ready? And I was like, ready for what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Like, he was so confident that that's all he had to do was touch it, and that was it. You know, I'd be, like, ready to go. Oh, my God. And I remember, you know, I think back now, at the time, I was like, what was that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think back now as an adult, I'm like, I hope he got better. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Couple of little rubs, and he's like, are you there? I'm like, where? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh my god. I'm trusting he got better. Hope so. <laughs> hope so. For everybody's sake, I hope so. I know. I know. But I just I you know, I laugh now, but at the time I was like, I felt like it was me. You know, like, oh, what's wrong with me? I'm not ready. Oh. And of course now I'm like, of course no. I wasn't ready. Yeah. You know, but you know, not having that was probably the first time a boy had ever really tried to touch me there, you okay. know, in oh. the no no spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I was just, I remember thinking it was probably me. Like, there's something wrong with me. Why didn't that work? Mm. But it was terrible. I'm like, of course it didn't work. It was barely like three little swipes and it was, was gone, gonna, you know? Yeah, totally. Curious, can your grown-up self get turned on through jeans? I feel like I would have to have a lot of teasing to feel like that level of arousal through like thick pants. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely now. I do. I do like above the panties. I yeah. do like that. Yeah. That's. I don't know why it works so well, but it really does. I mean, but it's such a uh, jeans. No. Jeans are hard, especially if they have like the seams yeah. are there. You know, I wear thin, stretchy I, ones, but like, yeah, it's. I need <laughs> panties. Yes, jeans are tougher. <laughs> so, did you end up doing other stuff, or were you just like, uh, 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 or like, how did you? What happened afterwards? So there was this guy, my first love. <laughs> my first love. I just knew I was going to marry this boy. I met him when I was young and we dated, you know, dated. Yeah. We were just kind of boyfriend girlfriend for a while. And then we dated as older. Yeah. You know, and I just knew I was going to marry this boy. He would sneak over and come visit me because my parents both worked and, you know, I was home alone during the summer and he would sneak over and we were making out one day and he was the best kisser. He was so good. <laughs> and, I remember like he was kissing on my neck a lot and I had a dentist appointment that day and we realized what time it was. And he's like, Oh shit. I'm like, you gotta go. My dad's going to be home and I got to go to the dentist. Da, da, da. So he pulls away from me and he goes, Oh shit. And I'm like, what? And he goes, uh, he left this hickey on. I mean, it literally covered the whole side of my neck. Oh, and it's my the God. dead of summer. And I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. Oh <laughs> my god. I mean it was really enjoyable. But I was yeah. like, he was really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe so. I go to the dentist in a turtleneck in the middle of summer. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean that I tried makeup and everything. It was huge. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. He was laughing. He was terrified, but he was laughing, you oh know, and I was like, gosh. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is amazing. But you know, he's the first boy that like we ever talked about fantasies, you know, oh, like really? we would write each other this when you wrote letters, you yes, know, yes. so archaic. But we would write love notes to each other and they were full of fantasies. And he was the first first boy I really He's probably really the only boy that really did that with me until my 
the guy, you know, my husband now, yeah. we would do that. That's so hot. But, but yeah, he was, he was a good romantic, you know, but yeah, that's when I thought I'd marry and I didn't. But anyway, I probably had the most experience with him. I remember the first time I was probably 15 or 16 and a boy, you know, went down on me and I was yeah. just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I ever talked about, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He was terrible at it, but you know, it was probably his <laughs> first time too, you know, and I was like, eh, it was okay, whatever. You know? Do you remember what terrible felt like? Like, can you tell us what terrible felt well, like? You know, it was just like, I wasn't offended by anything he did, but it yeah. definitely did nothing for me sexually, you know? I mean, oh, I, know. I, I was pretty serious about him. I mean, like mm-hmm. I was, we had been together a while, so I wasn't, I mean, I, I loved him. You know, he was probably yeah. my first love, but no, he was terrible at it. Bless his heart. He's probably much better now, but <laughs> hope so. One, one can hope only so. hope. <laughs> right. <laughs> so where were you guys doing this as a teenager? Like the first time a boy went down on me, I was in my tree house, my parents' house, because <laughs> I didn't have, well, so my dad was extremely controlling and strict. So I was rebellious. Now, to anyone on the outside, I was a very boring white girl. So my form <laughs> of rebellion, <laughs> my form of rebellion was not what some of my friends did, you know, like, yeah. so I wasn't like into drugs and all that stuff, you know, I mean, but I would just, sneak out of the house just to go to the mall, you know, or I would sneak out and meet boys. I would, my friends would cover for me, but he had an older sister that was in her twenties and she had her own apartment. And so she was the cool older sister that let us have it for the day. So, I mean, you know, yeah, it was nice. (laughs) So there was a lot of experimenting, you know, but yeah, that's, that's how it happened. I actually had a real bed and a real apartment all to myself, you know, so So what about explorations? Okay, pre-wedding night, did you touch Mm -hmm. yourself? Did you explore with yourself by yourself? I was very sexually minded, but I didn't really know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. So being raised in, which is kind of embarrassing, but at my age, I'm like, why should I be? (laughs) But, you know, it's kind of embarrassing that I didn't really know what to do. You know, I knew I had... Mm -hmm feelings. I knew what felt good, but I didn't really know what to do with it. And so I didn't do a whole lot. There was a lot going on in my mind, but when yeah. I went to, you know, act it out with my body by myself, yeah, I didn't really know what to do with it. You know, I was like, yeah. well, I don't really know how to fix what's really itching me here, you know? So yeah, I, there was probably some shame to it because I would say the message was probably like, don't just don't have sex before marriage, but don't masturbate either. You know, Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. believe that. I don't think masturbation is wrong. I just, it wasn't something, of course, I was a child of the 80s. So we were just exploring our sexual revolution. So that, you know, it was just starting to come on the scene to really be talked about. Not like now, you know. Right, right, right. And uh, boys still had to go to the Seven Eleven to buy their porn, <laughs> you know. So oh, yeah. everything was much more, you know, dirty and, you know, I guess risque. So you just, you know, it was kind of the back door, like the black web or something, you know, to have any totally. kind of, you know, anything erotic going around. But yeah, I just, I remember things felt good, but I didn't really know what to do with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
when did you learn? Because <laughs> I have to have a book. I had a book, literally, my mom gave me a book called Asking Questions About Sex and Growing Up, and then another book called Show Me, which was a lot of, like, it was made by Europeans, so a lot of nude photos of children and adults, but not in a weird way. Like, it's not pornography, it was educational. And so it was only through those two books that I, like, saw people touching themselves and read about it and had my little brain, you know, my 10-year-old brain, whatever, had context for it. Wow. I think without, yeah. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and, and 10, and 10, 10, 11 is like pretty, just after I have talked to so many people at this point, a lot of people start even younger. So, but I don't think I would have gotten there by myself because I didn't like stumble upon like an orgasm during a horseback riding. Like I hear some people have. (laughs) No, I never had that experience. No, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) I think one thing to say about that would be like, my mother would not even allow me to go on birth control for like heavy mm. periods, you know, because oh. no, if I let you have that, then I'm just telling you it's okay. So there were definitely God. no books. <laughs> you know, It would have been helpful <laughs> probably. Yeah. So really just no information. Most of my exploration to get good at anything was after I was married. Okay, so most so- of before that was fumbling. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I certainly do. I did a lot of fumbling myself <laughs> with some guidance, but like, yeah. So, okay. So take us up to how did you feel on your wedding night? Because you were anticipating this. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> My biggest fear was dying a virgin. Like, oh God, <laughs> let the world end till I can like have sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh no, I was, I was nervous, but I was totally like ready, (laughs) ready. I didn't have like, you know, I was never afraid of a penis. I was never, you know, cause some girls are like, Oh God, it's so big. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, yeah, I want it all, you know? So (laughs) I was never scared. I was anxious. And so into the mind of a I guess, religious household bringing up, you know, the big thing was, you know, you bleed when you're a virgin, you know, and I was really like, yeah, I'm going to bleed on those sheets, you know, nothing. So I was like, well, I'm glad I'm not Jewish. I'd be stoned, you know, like, I guess because I was athletic and in sports and I was very so disappointed. By- <laughs> I was so disappointed, you know, because it didn't hurt. I yeah. was like, okay, well, yeah. It didn't seem to bother him any, but totally. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, mean, yeah. uh, I, I guess all the things I had anticipated, I was like, oh, that was that. <laughs> did you guys do like, did you go straight for sex or did you like, I assume you had been fooling around together already at that point? You know, what's funny <laughs> is there was a boy I had dated for a while before him and he had really kind of betrayed some trust with me. So by the time I had started dating my husband, I was like, you're not touching me. You're not because I was like, you're not going to hurt me, you know, which yeah, I'm married to him 30 years. He wasn't that guy. But so for a while I was very like and it wasn't because of religion. It was because of pain, you know, like so the guy had just really broken my trust. And mm-hmm. I was just like I was going to be in control. I was just so guarded. Both of us, it was important that we wait till we were married. I was like, I can only do this once. If yeah. I've made it this far, I can make it that far, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, 
some things happened, but nothing. We really tried to stay good, and yeah. we did. <laughs> but I can't say I really regret that. Yeah. You know? No. Totally. I mean, after 30 years, sometimes you're like, I'd really just like a different dick today. But, you know, <laughs> and, you know, it's like, but, you know, the dick I got is pretty amazing. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Also, I've been getting emails recently because I mentioned in an episode uh, I was talking about cock extenders. And so I've gotten a few people who are like listening to old episodes have been writing to me about them. And like what I've heard from people who write to me is that they prefer the natural feel, even if the size is different. But it's fun to have something to play around with literally just to have a different dick. (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel comfortable saying what broke your trust with that other partner? You don't have to. Well, well, he was a Christian boy as well. Mm-hmm. And we had crossed lines. That's speaking, re- you know, from a religious yeah. standpoint, we've crossed lines. So yeah. that was supposed to be between us. Mm-hmm. And I think when we broke up, it was my decision to break up because it just wasn't a healthy relationship in a lot of other areas. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of fighting. And, you know, he spilled it in the locker room. Oh, fuck and, that. Right. So I was like, I was surprised he did that. Yeah. And I found <laughs> I gotta believe I found out. So this other guy had asked me out to go to Six Flags, you know, mm-hmm. teenagers. And when he picked me up, we get in the car and he's like, so I have to ask you something. And I didn't realize this guy liked me like he did. I mean I thought we were just going out as friends. It was just naive. Yeah. Boys don't take girls they don't like so he's like I heard so-and-so said this and this and this is that true and I was like what (laughs) I just sat there I was like oh my god so I just looked at him and I went no (laughs) good good for you and he's like good I didn't think so and I was like son of a bitch I'm gonna I'm going to hurt him. Like, yeah. it was just so like to find out like that too. I was like, I know boys talk, you know, I've yeah, raised three. Yeah. I'm not really offended by a lot, but I was at the time I was like, Oh my God. And then you just think about every boy that was in that locker room and what they yeah. heard, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I was like, Mm-mm. <laughs> you know? yeah, we'll just shop back down for a while, you know? So totally. yeah. What an asshole. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. People (laughs) don't kiss and tell, especially when there are agreements in place. Real man wouldn't tell. Tell me if you have permission, but otherwise, (laughs) like, yeah. yeah. So luckily you have a wonderful husband. Can you just give, I'm going to ask details, but just, I want to start with the overview of what is 30 years with a person like? Oh my gosh. So, I mean, it's not easy. Uh, dang it. Well, okay. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> I know. I thought it was going to be I, easy. I know. I, I met my best friend. I married my best friend. I'm a hopeless romantic at heart. Mm-hmm. And I married a guy that is not a romantic. So oh. that's probably the hardest part. I'm just like, okay. dude, you know, he's not a total Neanderthal, but he's just not like, I think his way of showing love is He's just there, you know, like he'll yep. take, we'll do things, but I'm, I'm pretty much the one that handles the romantic part of the relationship. But we've definitely had, we've had a hard time, uh, yeah. not 
personally, but just things that have happened in life and it drew us together. Then it was over. It almost tore us apart. And, you know, it's that kind of, we're partners. Mm -hmm. I think about when we're 80, I still want him to be, and he's aging well, so it works for me. Great. But, you know, I can't. When I'm eight, you know, men do. What is it with men? I know. <laughs> so unfair. So, yeah. Can you go through and, like, give us an overview? Like, at the beginning, our sex life was like this, and then we had kids, and it was like this, or, like, you know, and then, <laughs> like, it's that yeah. something that you can even so, articulate? you know, back to the old honeymoon, we did it seven times that night. Like, <laughs> whammo. Do you know what I mean? Like... Really sad. I waited then. Yeah. <laughs> I was wore out by the end of the night. So <laughs> we always had, a, you know, a healthy sex life. I can't say it was always like, it wasn't always creative, you know, mm -hmm. but we both always had sex, um, high sex drives, I guess. Once you have kids, good luck. <laughs> you know, I had, we had our boys that were all like 22 months apart. So oh, wow. that was, oh my gosh. Yeah, was a lot of years of exhaustion. And by the third yeah. one, I was like, you touch me, you die. Cause I cannot do this again. <laughs> but poor thing. I mean, when I was pregnant with my first, I, my hormones were insane. And I was like, if you touch me, I'm going to cut it off. Like I just could not really? stand Touch okay, me. so you were God. you were not pregnant and horny. You were like, "Don't touch me." Pregnant. Oh no! When I hear women like that, I'm like, I'm so jealous. And poor guy, he probably beat himself for all every day in the shower. You know, and I was like, I'm sorry. But, I mean, at the time, I wasn't sorry because yeah. I was like, No, don't touch me. Also, but, you're um, like baking a baby. Like it's a big oh, job. I was pregnant from the roots of my hair to the tip of my toes. I was just huge. I can't believe he even took me in public. I was so oh. like pregnant. <laughs> I wasn't one of these cute little women with a little ball, you know, it was just, it was all out. But you know, what makes you pregnant can also get you unpregnant. So he got a little, you know, action at the end. Cause I was like, can it out? <laughs> <laughs> you put it in there and I'll make it come out. <laughs> Position wise, how did you do that when you're incredibly pregnant? Yeah, when you're there's feeling a like... lot of there's a lot of doggy style going okay. on because you can just either you're on top or he's in back because there's just yeah. no other way. There's yeah. just human in front of you, and you know yeah. the baby starts kicking when everything's really going, and I'm sure that yeah. would have grossed him out if he had been in front. But I mean, there's just no other way. But yeah, you know, it got slow during the childbirth years because you're just mm -hmm. exhausted. I mean, yeah. I feel for young couples because it's hard. And I wasn't a working mom at the time. I was able to stay home. So mm -hmm. I can't imagine moms that work like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm not raising kids anymore and I work now. And I'm like, yeah. I'm so exhausted. It's a lot. Yeah. So, was it like zero or was it just like really infrequent? Yeah, you know, we've always been above average. So for us, slow was probably twice a week. Oh, great. So really, okay. people would hate me to hear that, that have children. <laughs> I mean, yes, but also that's very inspiring <laughs> because like my brain yes. goes to like zero, drought, dry, disconnection, set, you know, like yeah. all of those things. So twice a week right. sounds all right. Yeah, you know, I mean... We're a good five to six times a week now. So that oh, was, that's amazing. that was tough for us. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure there were times cause you put that out of your head. I'm sure there were times that he was like, no, it wasn't twice a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so kids-wise, were there ever any awkward moments like them almost walking in on you? Or, like, what's your physical um, relationship like around your kids? I kind of say what I think, probably to, <laughs> probably to a bad extent. But I was never a prude around my kids. I mean, I wasn't, okay. like, my best friend is a total hippie child. Like, walks around her grown boys nude. That's just what they do. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. But <laughs> I admire her for that. But Totally. But we never hit our affection. So I wanted to have more open communication with my kids than my parents did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're raised a certain way, I really wanted my boys to wait because that's the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. And they didn't. (laughs) But, you know, as a parent, you know, your roots are always with you. And I remember freaking out when I found out my oldest had had sex. I mean, I lost my shit. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. And I don't know what I was really losing it over, you know, because how did you find out? I don't remember. I just remember he was at work and some, I don't know if I, if her mother said something, they had been dating for a while. They're still together actually. Mm -hmm. And I started text messaging him and my husband's like, he's the one that like reacts later. I'm more Irish. I react yeah. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I was like blowing up his phone and he was, you know, my son was probably like, Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, it's okay. Just stay calm. I'm like, I'm not going to be calm. <laughs> but, um, I sat them both down and I was like, okay, I really wish you had waited. I just have to say that mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can clear my conscience, <gasps> but you didn't. So, so then we had like, the whole birth control conversation. I'm like, be smart. You know, I mean, it's not the end of the world <laughs> for me. It is. Cause you're my baby and I can't believe you yeah. said that, but you, know. <laughs> but you know, we just had that, con- that's how that conversation came about. And then his two younger brothers are sitting there. So they heard it all, you know, after that, it just, I guess the ice was broke. So it wasn't this, it was still, Every time you find out your child is doing stuff like that, I mean, sex is a big deal, you know? I mean, yeah. it's treated, I feel like it's treated so flippantly now, and it's an incredible physical act, but there's emotions that go into it, too. I could never be yes. one of these people who fucked around without attachment. I just, and I don't know if that's because I waited till I was married or if that's just my makeup because I'm terrible and romantic, but... <clears throat> I don't know, maybe at 49, I could, but you know, there's like, you really give a piece of yourself, you know I mean? And well, I, you know, I would, some people argue with me about that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, but But that's a good point. Some people, some people give nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the most vulnerable you're ever going to be with anybody. I mean, it shouldn't be taken lightly. Not, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's terribly fun. That doesn't mean it has to be serious. It can be very fun, (laughs) but just think about your kids are doing that. You just, I'm like, Oh, I I think that's what went through my mind was don't get hurt. And which your kids are going to get hurt. I'm, I'm not one of these parents that keeps my kids from never, you know, suffering, but you just think about all the things that they don't know, you know, Totally. And that's why I love talking to people about sex, because I think the thing that I missed in all of my attempts at sexual education, even self-taught, is every single person has a different emotional context around sex. And it's it's one thing to understand your own one. It's another thing to try to understand someone else's, to try to understand multiple people. And that's why, for me, like, random sex is so not, not my thing. 
because it's like, well, mm-hmm. what's what's the point? I don't get anything out of that. Some people do. Right. I am trying to understand that, you know? Yes. Yeah. So then did your other sons choose to tell you or how did you, do you remember? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so my middle son, he's the only one that's married now, but he was actually in a relationship at the time, which was having his first sexual experiences. And the whole time he's like, yeah, mom, you know, like, putting his brother down and you know later I found I went you stood there and you condemned him in the whole time (laughs) he was like yeah I didn't want you to find out about me (laughs) so you know he's the middle one I knew he'd be trouble from the beginning um but then my youngest he just uh one day he just made a comment about a girl he had been dating and they had broke up and he was like so what did he say? She was going off to college and he didn't want her to be around other guys, you know, cause he was still in love with her. And he was like, that's mine. And I thought, Oh, all right, then <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I just looked at him and he looked at me and he just smiled. And I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got you. You sound like a I get cool it. mom. You sound like a really cool mom. <laughs> I don't know if they appreciate that because I do. I appreciate it for them. I mean, we'll, we'll do a group text with my husband and the boys and I won't realize I'm texting the whole group. I think I'm just texting my husband and I'll send a sex message and they're like, Oh my God, mom, stop. And I'm like, Oh shit. I'm sorry. Maybe not. You know? And so I'll just text back, you know, I hope at my age, you're as lucky to have a wife that's as active as me. And they're like, Oh my God, stop. I'm like, dude, how do you think you got here? <laughs> you know. Okay. okay, so you and your husband have an active sexed life as well as a sex life. Can you please we talk about that a little bit? So speaking of sexting, <laughs> I am terrible about paying attention to who I'm texting. <laughs> and <laughs> Oh my God. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So I work for doctors and (laughs) my doctor is texting me one day. In the meanwhile, my husband and I are sexting. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank God I've never accidentally sent him a nude because I'm like, I would die. He would probably die. Just like, I'm just going to fire myself. I'm out. I'm out. So (laughs) I've got the doctors sending me text messages about what, you know, things I need to do. And my husband is over here sexting me and he made, I don't remember the lewd comment he made, but I'm like, my response was, I'm going to need a dick pic. (laughs) (laughs) And I look down and the doctor is in a procedure across the hallway from me, like the door, you know, I'm facing the door and I read it and and all of a sudden I realize what I've done. And I'm sitting there and I just start out loud going, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And the nurse practitioner next to me goes, what? I went, oh, fuck, you're not going to, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And my fa- I know all the blood has left my face. And she's like, what? And I show her. And she busts out laughing, <laughs> literally falling in the floor. And she's like, oh, but you, Renee. And I'm like, I know. So... I'm like, so the other girl that works with me, she's in her 20s. I could literally be her mother. She's my kid's age. She goes, 
I got this. <laughs> so she goes over as soon as he counts. She's like, I'm going to need your phone. And she starts snapping her fingers. And he's just in his own world. And he hands it to her. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And he goes, wait a minute. And he takes it back. And I'm like, she goes, you just don't need to look at that message. You just need to delete it. And she's like, you don't need, you don't need to read that. Well, he has an iPhone, of course. Oh, yeah. And he goes, oh, this one? He goes, okay. And he swipes it so it deletes. He totally saw it. And and I'm like, okay, he didn't see it. He didn't see it. And the other girl I work with, she's like, he so saw he that. So I'm saw like, it. no, oh he God. can't have saw it. So, okay, this is like June. Yeah. Doesn't say a word. Uh-huh. The Christmas party. Get a few drinks. And he starts telling everybody. Ah! And I mean, what do you do? You just own it at that point, you know? And I'm like, like, yep. I'm like, don't be jealous. Yes, exactly. I'm like, don't be jealous. Yeah. And he's like, I can't believe you. And I I was just like, oh, God. (laughs) So I'm just like, you just got to own it at that point. You know, I'm like, we have a great sex sex life. What can I say? (laughs) That is amazing. I can't believe (laughs) <laughs> yeah I was like so now I know if I'm gonna send a nude or something I like triple check triple to what's going to because I'm terrified you know you have good and reason. I'm just like oh god I can't believe I did he still brings it up to this day I'm like okay well I'm like I mean that's a delightful <laughs> story like it's that's mortifying but it's like kind of amazing and I just I love it because it's so human like I, that just makes me happy I don't know <laughs> Yeah, I just, I have friends who are like, oh, God, no. And I'm like, why not? Like, yeah, because, you know, I have friends that they're beautiful. And like you said, everybody comes to the table with their own sexual experience. And I'm like, they'll talk about their husband wanting it. And they're like, ugh. And I'm like, listen, that man wants it from you. You better go home and put out right now. Like, that is your husband. You know, I'm like, I don't understand the whole prude mentality. But my mother was very sexual, you know, um just watching her and my father, you know? So I, where I work, there's a lot of young girls in their twenties, which could totally be my, my daughters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll make comments and I'm like, look, because I've, you know, we all as women struggle with our body image and, you know, the older you get, you realize it's not how skinny you are, how perfect you are, how fat you are, how whatever. There is not one woman that walks this earth that thinks she's okay. And I've just, that's still something I'm learning for myself. It does get easier as you get older. I don't know if you just don't give a shit anymore, (laughs) but because I do, you know, I take care of myself. I do things. And these young girls, I'm just like, girls, you were at the hottest you were ever going to (laughs) be on that shit. (laughs) You know, like if that man is wanting you, you give it to him. Like he wants it from you. You are a babe. You know, I'm like, at least I could do it my age to instill these young 20 year olds. Come on, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But I think it helps that my husband is the voice in my head that is always like, you're so sexy. I love you. You know, you're every day, you're beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know there's women that don't get that. And I'm blessed because I didn't have a father that did that. My father was abusive and manipulative and, you know, so I didn't have a great self-esteem and I married a man who gives me the opposite. So oh, thank goodness. that makes a huge difference. You know, yeah. I mean, a 
woman needs a man that's going to bring that out of her. And that's very non-feminist of me, I know, but I never claim to be. Is it? (laughs) But I mean, wait, um, (laughs) do you think that's non-feminist? Because I hear it as like, so what I, what I get from you is that you are like a woman deep in your womanness, but you also have a man that deserves you. And it feels to me like you have a really clear sense of that. I don't know that I feel like I deserve it. You know, like oh, that's my low self-esteem. Like, okay. Uh, but you seem to but I'm blessed to embrace it. it. Okay. So you're able I'm to enjoy it? Sassy. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty okay. sassy <laughs> and spicy. You know, I, I think why I said that is because I love my man. <laughs> totally. I like my man to be a man. And I, you know, I appreciate what he gives. I need him. You know, I think that's something that we, we, we need each other. And I appreciate that I have that kind of man because I've had the other kind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I prefer this kind. Good. (laughs) I'm glad you got a good kind. Yeah. So sexting. So I do, I sent him pictures and I have to be careful opening up my phone. I'm the person that like, you don't want to open my text message when you're around other people. I'm like, and sometimes I forget to delete what I've sent him. And I'm like, Oh shit. And my boss will be standing there. And I'm like, Oh God, I'm getting fired. So, but you know, I'm like, don't be jealous. So, (laughs) but yeah, I, I do. I send him pictures. If, you know, before he comes to bed at night, I'll go in the bathroom and I'll send him pictures. And so he knows what he's getting. Oh, yeah. And we just, you know, yeah, I mean, why not? Like, sex is amazing. I agree. Amazing. Why would you? And honestly, I would say even bad sex is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Sex, like, you know. Like, give it to me. (laughs) Why would you say no? Can you articulate what some of your favorite things about sex are? Like for you, is it the touch? Is it the entire experience? Is it the connection? Or is it specifically like the different parts of sex? I think it has changed over time. The beauty of being with somebody for 30 years is the connection. Um, Sex can get boring over 30 years. And sometimes you have to have the conversation like, if you touch me like that one more time, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> like, spice it up, buddy. You know, have you actually said I, it? I know because- if I t- yes, I know if I touch <laughs> A and B, I'll get C. And I'm like, yeah. you better touch C first, then B, then how about Z? Yeah, Let's mix it up. Z, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, you get your routine and there's something to that that he knows what I like. And then there's yeah. something to that like, okay, let's, uh, why don't you fuck me like a one night stand today? Okay. <laughs> you know, because oh, I you just don't that. want the normal, you know, I don't want it to be the same all the time. Right. I mean, so it's definitely the connection. It's yeah. definitely the connection. I, especially for me being married to somebody that's not really, he's not affectionate and I'm always petting him and touching him. Mm. And I can't go through the store without touching things. You know, I'm very tactile. Me too. And I have taught him to come out of his shell. You know, I mean, it's, you got to be willing to work with him, ladies, you know. How have you taught him? So, you know, well, some of it, you just have to tell him, you know, like when you're, when I was younger, I would say, I wish you would do this. And he'd do it. I'm like, well, don't do it because I told you to. Well, how else is he going to do it? You know, like, I think when I was younger, I just want him to read my mind. Totally. And I was listening, I was listening to 
another sex podcast the other day. Yeah. (laughs) So they were talking about how it's kind of unfair to put that burden on men that they should just know what to do. And I'm like, because there's a lot that goes into women. I mean, we're complicated. We got a lot of little buttons they can play with, you know, (laughs) they don't always know how to make them work. So, you know, younger, I just want him to read my mind. And I think that's kind of a rite of passage we put them through. Cause I mean, you know, guys are like, yeah, I know you want it, baby. Did it. I'm like, yeah, turn it down a notch, buddy. Let's work on this. And then as you get older, you know, you're more like, no, I mean, you know, I'll be 50 in a year mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, this is what I want. Make it happen. You know, I mean, you become yeah. more yourself, or at least for me, it took longer. Some women may get there earlier, but you just get to where you just aren't afraid to ask for what you want, you know, and he wants you. I mean, how many men ask, tell me what you want. Tell me what to do. They would love for a woman to tell him what to do and watch her respond, you know? Yeah. So I, I, um, yeah, you just, ha- I think communication is a huge part, but I love his smell. I love his skin. I mean, I just, to feel a man's body next mm-hmm. to you is just so it's comforting. It's erotic. It's just, and it feels fucking good. <laughs> you know, like sometimes it's just about the fucking, you know, like just fuck me. I don't need foreplay. Just fuck me. You know, I mean, yeah, that's really great too. You know, I mean, if you're plus, let's be honest, if you're going to do it five, six, seven, eight times a week, there's a lot of just fucking going on there. Totally. You know? I mean, yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, you slow it down some in there, but there's just a lot of fucking. <laughs> okay. So what are some of the things, if you can recall, that you have asked for over the years? Or like, have you given specific instructions on like how to go down on me, how to touch your nipples? And let's talk about your body and how it feels, like what right. it likes the best. Well, I married a boob man. So, you know, like I said, that I think my self-esteem where I was when we first got married, I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know how to ask for it. I knew what I didn't like, and I didn't know how to really be nice about it, I guess. Yeah, you just don't have the words. You don't have the words. Yeah. And we were both each other's full-on sexual experience. So really, neither one of us necessarily had the words. So there's beauty in the learning together. You know, there's not shame in the learning together. Yeah. And, you know, if I had let him be, he would have never done anything but touch my tits. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you know what, buddy? <laughs> God gave you this whole body to play with. Let's move on. <laughs> so, you know, so, and, you know, and he, he was, uh, you know, a Christian boy too. So he kind of had the same and his parents were not affectionate at all. So mm-hmm. not only am I affectionate, but my parents were, yeah. so it was never mimicked for him either. Yeah. I mean, we were married a while before I ever got oral from him. And at first, I don't think I really thought about it because I was very sexual, but very naive. Mm -hmm. So I don't think oral sex even entered into it for 10 years, maybe. I know that's astonishing because now I can't imagine sex without it. Also highlights the beauty of long-term relationships. You don't have to rush. You don't have to get everything right away. 
Right. But I would say our sex life wasn't boring without mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. but it just didn't enter till later. And did you go down on him? Not really. Mm-hmm. Not really. I can't believe I'm admitting that out loud, but not really. No. I don't, I don't want to say it didn't cross our minds, but maybe it didn't, I don't, maybe it didn't no, cross our minds. That's totally fine if you're happy doing what you were doing. Okay. Keep going. Cause it sounds like you get there eventually. So, no. so I just remember thinking as time goes on, I'm like, well, does he think I'm gross? Like, why isn't he going down on me? But he's not affectionate. So, you know, I mean, I love to read romance novels and that's probably yeah. helped our life a lot because I'm like, okay, buddy, let me tell you, <laughs> you know, I hear. <laughs> that's just the thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, it needs to be a thing. Yes. <laughs> so, I think we first started talking about oral sex. I was really nervous because I thought maybe he wasn't doing it because he thought I was gross or mm. he didn't like it. I mean, we, had, we didn't talk about it. Yeah. So I had asked him about it. He's like, well, no, I don't think you're gross. I'm like, well, you never try. And you know, and I had dated this guy that tried all the time. He was terrible yeah. at it, but he tried. <laughs> and so I'm like, maybe you're just not a pussy guy, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're a boob guy. And he was, mm-hmm. I mean, we would have a sense of humor about it, you know, yeah. but so I started sending him YouTube videos on how to, and I would clip these articles and send it to him because I didn't really know what I liked either. You know, I mean, it yeah. was new for me too. And he's a very good student. <laughs> so I married a smart boy who likes to study and it benefited me. <laughs> great. So great. Uh, so yeah, that started that. And, and, you know, at first I was like, mm, we need to work on this. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's no quitter. So mm-hmm. <laughs> He figured can it out. Can you tell us, if you feel comfortable, can you tell us specifically how your lady parts work? Like, what's the most sensitive? Like, what's the green light? What's the red light? You know, I'm kind of like, I think it was you. It might have been one of your guests saying that you can't go in too hard and fast with me. I really need the warm up. You know, mm-hmm. I like the touching and the licking. I like make love to her first, you know, yeah. Yeah. before you go in for hard stuff. And if you go in too soon, I'm like, I'm done. (laughs) It just doesn't feel good. You know, it can really turn you off. And, you know, guys aren't like that. You know, the old joke, guys are like a microwave. Boom. They're ready. Girls are like (laughs) a pot, you know, you know, and I remember when we first really got into the oral sex and everything that I would feel guilty because it took me a while. I mean, well, some nights you're like, yeah, it could take all night. This feels good. I'm just going to own it. And other nights you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, which we shouldn't do that. But I do. I'm sure other women do, too. And I was, I was thinking about that. And I was like, so my husband likes to hunt. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to hunt, they will literally these men will sit in blinds for hours, not moving, staring at a turkey, watching for a deer for hours. And that's fun to them. (laughs) And I'm like, well, shit, this takes you 30 minutes. At least I'm entertaining and naked. Yeah. (laughs) So I shouldn't feel bad about it. Like, no, they don't mind. You know I mean? We feel guilty. They're like, I don't care. You know, I'm I'm sure there's some aspects too, but you know, they like, we were talking about they like the hunt, you know? And I'm like, yeah, at least I'm responsive and naked. (laughs) I love the idea of reframing 
working toward an orgasm as like allowing the men to do the hunting that they love. You know what I mean? Like it's like a gift to them. I think that's brilliant. It's true. Yes. I mean, you know, I think most men will tell you, I mean, not that they won't take advantage of a woman that's easily putting herself out there, but it doesn't keep their attention. They like the hunt. They like the mystery. They like the sass. They like, you know, the struggle. I mean, I've learned that the hard way because I'm like, like, I'm here. Do you want to have sex? And they're like, oh, and I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, we all do, you know, I mean, so yeah. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, I really, I think for me realizing that it gives you a freedom to be sexual in a way that you aren't or that I wasn't before. You know, for women, we have so many parts to explore. (laughs) Buttons. Yes. (laughs) Men are so mechanical and they love to hunt and (laughs) things and figure them out and I'm like you know <laughs> yes the only thing we really and it's a joke but we'll sort of <laughs> we joke a lot we we laugh mm. a lot but you know I would like some butt play yeah okay yeah yeah he's like yeah that's an exit and I'm like yeah I know <laughs> and, and sometimes you know He'll, he'll accidentally, you know, touch it when he's doing other things. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so good. And I don't push it because yeah. if there was something yeah. I didn't want to do, I'd be like, get off my back about it. Totally. And, you know, I just think, oh, God, what if the shoot's not clean? <laughs> I yeah. would die if there was shit involved. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, well, we're good for now. But, you know, I'm much more into the taboo than he is but he's never said no except to that he's like I know I can tell you want that but I'm just not I'm like it's okay (laughs) okay can I ask you a question maybe you've thought of this have you ever considered or tried having sex but you are wearing a butt plug I have asked for it and he has that you know I don't know why we never ordered it because we actually put some in the checkout. <laughs> and I don't know why we never, I don't know if we just got distracted and I forgot yeah. it was at the checkout part. I don't know, but no, he's totally, he would be into that. His thing is, he's like, cause I'm in the medical field. I hear stories. Yep. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I don't want to get it to where you shit yourself. <laughs> and I'm well, like, yeah, me neither. I'm like, I don't think it's really going to happen that much, babe. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I will say, I'm a person who's had a fair amount of anal sex at this point, and it's all in the last three years. I've never had a big problem. No, it hasn't been perfectly clean 100% of the time. Like, there have been instances where we've, like, had to use wipes afterwards. But, like, it's never been a big mess, if that makes sense. And so, like, you know, but but I totally hear that fear, and I felt it myself and it's only by like yeah. doing it a lot and getting to know my own butthole that I'm like oh I'm, I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> get to know your butthole yeah. well you know and I think you know there are some guys out there that the messier the better they're just dirty yes. you yes. know yes. and I can dig yeah. that I had a partner that was like very into it yeah. but yeah if your husband yeah. is like I mean, if ah. I knew that I had a partner that was into that I could totally get off on that yeah but I didn't marry that guy. So we work with what we got, you know, (laughs) you wouldn't know it by the way he lives because he's, he's a dude. He doesn't pick up after himself. You would think he'd be a little bit, you know, but no, when it comes to sexy, that's his. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with blowjobs and how you feel about them and stuff like that? You know, I have to say (laughs) 
my husband has the most beautiful penis I've ever seen in my Yay. life. Yay. Oh, so congratulations. I, I, told, I actually sent him a sex the other day, and I was like, I just want you to know that your dick is so beautiful. I can't wait to, like, have it in my mouth later. And, of course, he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I... I don't mind blowjobs. I would really love to learn how to deep throat. Mm. I haven't got that yet. And if I gag, it freaks him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would love to learn how to do that. But no, I I can do it for a while. Mm. I kind of have a texture thing. So I haven't ever really swallowed. Yeah. But, you know, I'll just let it run out of my mouth and we just. Okay. So you're just, okay with it being in there just as long as it doesn't go down the throat. Yeah, I just okay. can't make it go down. Totally. I, yeah, we, <laughs> so, we all have our things. Know, it is what it is. What about like balls? Like, do you play with balls? How do you feel about them? So it's funny because used to he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want you to touch my balls. I don't, I don't, I don't mm. get into that. I'm like, okay. well, a lot of dudes get into that. And I just kept trying different stuff. And he was like, yeah, it's not really working for me. And then I found something. He's like, holy shit. I'm like, I knew you had a thing. <laughs> I knew I could find it. <laughs> Do you feel comfortable saying what the thing is? He just likes for him to be caressed. You know, like while I'm blowing him, he just likes for him to be petted, yeah. I guess. But then, yeah. you know, I, if I go to suck on him then or lick him, he's totally into it. But maybe it's like the clitoris. You just don't come in too hard and fast. You know, their balls are so sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Think yeah. guys, they're little balls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I have been with a partner who like really loved his balls to be like grabbed and pulled, like grabbed. So it's like really tight at the base. So his balls are like, yeah, and, like yanked while I was going down on yeah. him. And I was like, yeah. you can stand this? Because I've had other partners that are like, no, please don't touch them at all. And I'm like, okay. You know, right? I'm, like, I'm like, I will listen to you. Just I want to know yeah. what, which one I'm dealing with. Yeah. yeah. But those are the two extremes. I tend to like sex rougher. Mm-hmm. You know, to say he's not a romantic, when it comes to the bedroom, he's much more of a make love. I mean, mm-hmm. I really like that's where he shows his emotions I've learned. Mm-hmm. And he can totally give me the other you know, if you, if you're with someone long enough and you can observe them and learn them, I've learned that although he's learned to be physically affectionate with me, if I watch him during sex, that's really where he's pouring his emotions out. And I've learned to appreciate, not that I didn't before, but it's just, I guess, to appreciate in a different way. Um, he's never going to be the guy that chokes me. He's never going to be the guy that throws me around the room. Mm-hmm. I try, <laughs> but you know, I mean, those ideas turn you on a little bit. Oh yes. Do you yes. Really? Oh, talk about that, please. I'm the kinkier one in mm-hmm. the relationship. And, um, I've always enjoyed the bondage and it's really not his thing. I and mean, he tries, but it's yeah. really not his thing. You know, yeah. like if you're, if you've got somebody that's really into it, it's a whole different level. Totally. But back to his hunting and fishing and boating and all that. Shibari. Am I saying that right? Shibari. Yeah. yeah. Rope. Okay. Like I think it's the sexiest thing ever. Yes. And I've always wanted to try it. Yeah. And, but I'm like, well, I can't even really get him to tie me up. So I'm like, you know, I mean, we do it occasionally, but like, I don't know. Yeah. So I decided to send him some pictures and he's like, whoa, I love knots. <laughs> and I'm like, you do? He goes, I'm good at knots. I went, 
you are. And so then this oh week, God. this past two weeks, he's been texting me. I found some rope. It's on sale, like through these sites, you know, because oh I'm God. sending this site yes. I found on Instagram and I was like, it's a lot of instruction. Yes. And, but I was, but you know, like he's getting into it himself <laughs> and I'm like, yes. That's amazing. That's all I needed was nuts. Because <laughs> he grew up on a boat. He's like, I can do that. You know, oh I'm like, yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about where that's going to go. But it just kind of thrilled me, you know, that he oh was like, hey, I found some rope. They had it on sale. And I was like, oh, he's been going to that site all by himself, you know. That's so exciting. So I'm kind of excited about that. That's going to go. And I'm like, oh, got it. Might have a little kink there, huh? Yes, you have to keep me posted, please. <laughs> yes, I'm super excited. So, you know, if they're still delivering right now, hopefully they hopefully. are. They were sold out of the one he wanted. Oh, oh well, okay. Oh. <laughs> so exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, you know, amazing. So, you know, I think the thing with being married as long as, as we have is that we had the discussion before and I'm like, look, you're the lover I picked. So if I want to try something, you want to try something, we're it. Yeah. If we hate it. We don't do it. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, so um, I'm excited, you know, about the Shibari. And then I love tattoos. He doesn't really like tattoos. I made a deal years ago. Um, he's like, no, I don't want you to get any tattoos. I'm like, but I need tattoos. I'm an artist. I need tattoos. Yes. Well, he wants to go on a Wait, And I'm like, you're not going on a bear. He wants to go on a what? A bear like grizzly oh. bear hunt. Okay. okay? And I'm, yeah, I'm like, you'll die. He's like, I'm not going to die. Maybe at best I'll get a big scratch and I can have that tattooed. I'm like, no dude, no, you're not going on a bear hunt. So <clears throat> I made a deal. I was like, okay, if you let me get a tattoo, I'll let you go on your bear hunt. He's <laughs> like, done. I went done. That's all it took. Like, <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> So, um, so now I've got four tattoos and he has not had a bear hunt. So oh I God. win, but <laughs> it's on his list. <laughs> Turns out he does find tattoos very sexy. Oh. So, you know, I'm like, oh, you made him not so much, you know? I mean, as an artist, I don't know if you did this because you're an artist. I used to draw on myself all mm -hmm. the time, you know, as a kid. And so we have this thing now and I'm like... He's got Sharpies. And I'm like, I said, how hot would it be if you could like write dirty messages on me that yes. nobody could see and I could go to work like that, you oh know? So God, that's that our new thing. So now. Like, what think of this years ago. You know? That is like, so this is awesome. hot. Right? Has anyone ever, right? where do you, where does he write? Where does he, wh where and what does he write? Yeah. And how long does it last? <clears throat> He's published some books. And he's very good. Like, so he's not, you know, I've told you, like, he's really not romantic, uh -huh. you know, like I'm not going to get flowers. Occasionally I'll get flowers, but he's not really going to be the one to plan this grand romantic thing. But he, on our anniversary, my, my birthday, so he'll write me poetry <gasps> and it's sexual poetry <gasps> and it's have it hid in the bottom of my drawers. I'm like, my kids are around this. They'd all just throw up in the floor, <laughs> but <laughs> So he's very good with that. So I have places like, um, I don't have any right now, um, inner thighs, yes. you know, like along the breast and all that, you know, just, I, I think, I think, you know, for me, just like 
it's mine is really hot, you know, like this belongs to me, you know, I'm like, yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> you know, So I'm super excited, you know, I mean, like that's, that's really hot. And so I'm like, Oh, I pulled you into my tattoo fetish too. <laughs> my, what manipulative ways we have. <laughs> But that's so good. I mean, that is such a good, and what a great way to get him to participate. And that's just such a hot thing. Like I imagine like, you know, going to the bathroom when you're at work and just like seeing written on the inside of your thighs when you pull down your pen, like there's those reminders and it's like, it just keeps, it makes your entire life a turn on. It's just so fun to try new things too. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, it's just to see his face light up like that when it's something that I really secretly desire. And before we've struggled and hadn't really found our niche. And I'm like, if you can find something that fits you and you can see that excitement on their face, it's really hot, you so know? Hot. Yeah. I would be way kinkier if he was. I like to read the sex stories uh, that are dark. I do. Yeah, I'm definitely the more dirty one in the, <laughs> I would be much more physical in bed, like wrestle me, hold me down, choke me, the rough. Mm-hmm. And I would say my therapist would say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe from the abusive father I had, mm-hmm. that that's something that feels like love to me. That's kind of mm-hmm. deep there, but maybe, but, and so for when we were first married, um, there was more the after effects of my father and I, my husband had to tread more lightly around aggression Mm -hmm. with me. I think there was probably some PTSD going on, but time, you know, all these years later and away from my dad, it's, but I, I think you have to be able to laugh in sex and you have to be able to have fun. Yes. Yes. And sometimes it has to be serious, you know? So, I mean, if we could wrestle and play around, which sometimes we do, you know, when the kids aren't here it's hot, <laughs> you know, like manhandle me, baby. So, but yeah, he's never going to be. Yeah. yeah. Like you were talking about being a submissive. I'm like, every time I'm like, Oh God, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. I don't have that guy. <laughs> so I'll read about him instead or live That's vicariously great. through you. <laughs> I, I love that though, because I'm hearing so much joy in your sex life as it is and not letting the like loss of a thing that never existed like overshadow it and I think I just want to shout that out because like that's amazing well you know there's definitely sometimes it gets to you I guess if you're going to be in a long-term relationship there's going to be some times that you kind of have to grieve the loss like this is what I'm in you know I know the grass isn't greener uh looks greener sometimes (laughs) but then if you sit and you about you know what you've got I'm like I could have Sure, I might go out and have the sex I want, but I wouldn't have the connection I have that makes everything else so great, you know? Yeah. And I and, and I would say, especially for kinky stuff, no, for any sexual relationship, I think, but like for me, having a kinky relationship, it's it's not safe if you don't feel a connection right. with that person. Like if you, I mean yeah. for me, yeah, that trust is everything. Yeah. So I mean, I'll 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 put this out there. I've, I've had men message me online and offer things and which is always shocking to me. I guess after married 30 years, you think, what are you looking at me more? Uh, they can feel that you're a sex pot radiating awesome sex vibes. I think. <laughs> That's what online. I think. 
<laughs> but, you know, I just think what they offer sounds really hot, but I'm like, I don't know you. And you realize that you really got to have that trust there for it to be fun. You know, if you don't have that trust, then it's scary. You really need trust if you're going to be like that. I'm like, thanks for offering, but. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I will take those field advice and, and, and use them to stoke your fire so you get prepared for your I husband. <laughs> made this 30-year married woman feel great. Totally. <laughs> so. Are there any fantasies that you might explore with your husband, like toys or things that you guys have talked about or anything like that? So we've pretty much done all of his fantasies. He's not one that wants multiple women. You know, a lot of guys, he's like, I really don't want that. I just want you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're too cute. Yeah. So, <laughs> pretty much done his. Like I said, I'm the kinkier one. Mm -hmm. And he's tried to accommodate me. We've talked about all of our fantasies. So he knows some of mine. He's like, yeah. really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. I know some of them I'll never get. But yeah, we actually have a list of sex toys that we want. We want a sex swing. Mm -hmm. I want to explain that one to the children. <laughs> of course, we've used dildos and, mm -hmm. you know, tying up and blindfolds yeah. and stuff. But my, I guess, fantasy that I just make up in my head because it's never going to happen is mm -hmm. I would love to have two men. But he's not sharing. And that's fine. I can totally respect that. Because if he wanted two women, I'd be like, fuck no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's perfectly appropriate to keep it in the realm of the fantasy. What would that fantasy perhaps look like for you? Probably what it would be if it was reversed, if it was him with two women. It's all about you. It's about mm -hmm. having two people just yes. Focus worship basically yeah like yeah. I desired by two and you know it's been a long time since I've been out there in the world yeah. and you know it's uh it's definitely an ego thing but I think it would be fucking hot I mean like yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah just to have two men like just be all about you and you know there's an element of taking advantage you know the whole damsel in distress and male you know alpha male and it's just fucking hot <laughs> okay. but you know it. i'll just keep, i'll just keep reading about it <laughs> yeah. i here's the thing i personally especially as a single person who's not currently dating because i'm staying indoors um <laughs> books are great they like romance and books sex and book like i i love that so i think that that's a really strong way to I don't know handle those fantasies <laughs> so um yeah I don't really get into role play but we do have this one and uh we went through a hard time several years ago and we were just we had just been through so much and we were just it was really we had to deal with some things to get you know get back on track and yeah. I was kind of pushing for more in the bedroom and you know, I think when you're married for a long time, it's like every seven or eight years, you have to kind of reassess. Well, that's in the extreme. You should probably do it more than that. But, you know, reassess like the sex life. And one day, like I really I'm like trying to get him to really like I've, I've said before, he's he tends to be very quiet in the moment, you know, yeah. and 
I'm over here like talking smack the whole time. You know? <laughs> I'm very mouthy in sex. And I'm like, am, am I too mouthy? He's like, no. And I'm like, could you be a little mouthy? <laughs> Some people are just more quiet. I mean, you know, so I was, you know, really trying to, you know, get up the dirty talk, you know, and everything. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden on my Instagram page one day, this message pops up and it's from him and he's acting like a stranger and he's talking to me like we've never met. Oh my and he's hitting on me. Oh my God. It totally like, who the fuck is this guy? Like his dirty talk game was hot. And I was like, dude. So I totally played it. Have you seen Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn? Um, no. At the very beginning of the movie, they're doing that. They're hitting on each other in a I bar. It's that. hysterical. That's yeah, the idea. But anyway, so we go on and on like this. And, you know, we start at one point, we start laughing. We're like, how good are we supposed to be at this since we're married, pretending we're having affairs? Like, <laughs> no, I'm not cheating. Like, this is not because I've perfected this out. You know, because <laughs> we were getting really good at it. And we were like, okay, time out. Should we really be? <laughs> okay, yeah, we're good. Okay, go back. So, <laughs> so I came up with an alter ego for myself. <laughs> yeah. And her name is, uh, her name is Ajula. She's, and, um, she's the maid and she's a very bad maid, <laughs> a whole little maid costume to go. With. And so when I talk to him, you know, if I'm feeling especially, oh, sassy for the evening, I can't speak, but a little bit of French, but I do the French accent, you know, and he's like, oh, <laughs> Oh my God. That's and amazing. I have my little outfit. That's amazing. <laughs> so much fun because we've tried it before and I was like, eh, it's really not working for me. Yeah. But Ashula is very hot. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really play anybody but himself, which is fine with me. Yeah. I like being the one to do it. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. He knows when Ashula comes to play that it's going to get spicy. <laughs> I love that so much. How often does she come out to play? She's at least once a week. Oh, that's great. She has to get, uh, she gets her job reviews because she's a terrible maid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to keep it hot. You know, I mean, you're not dead. And, you know, my kids are like, oh, gross. And I'm like, look, when you're my age, you better still have it going on Wait, like that. You know, do they know about her? They don't know about Ajula. But they, okay. I'm a total pervert. Now. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. always like, I mean, you know. They're like, mom, I'm like, hey, you know, do they tell you anything? You know, so they're used to me making comments. Mm -hmm. I just state the obvious. What are you doing in the bathroom? When they were younger, you know, what are you doing in the bathroom? Why was your shower so long? Everything come out okay. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's obvious what you're doing in there, dude. You know, like, come on. So, you know, they kind of tolerate me, but they will get to where they'll talk you know, in front of me about stuff and will actually allow me to join the conversation. <laughs> That's amazing. But I know. So my daughter-in-law is the sweetest ever. And, you know, we just have the best conversations. I would never have had any kind of sexual conversation with my mother-in-law or my mother, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I still, I mean, you know, and so I just, you know, I guess me and my perverted self just putting it out there all the time and sort of broke the ice. And so, you know, they'll talk to me. I mean, I totally love it. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's weird because I'm like, oh, we're talking about my son. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, you know, it's just, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I guess for me, I'm like, it's life, you yeah. know, like I knew my parents did that not that I'd want to watch it, but it just didn't bother me. I'm like, this, I mean, they're people, you know, like I was, you know, I tell my boys, I'm like, you know, your dad and I were pretty hot when we met, you know, like you didn't get here because two ugly people couldn't stand <laughs> each other. You know, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> so and they're like mom and I'm like well I mean come on so I'm acting like a prude I know what you're all doing you know so <laughs> I'm just like you know I mean we're people like come on I know what happens I don't need the de- details of your sex life but I know you're you know yeah I know you're doing it <laughs> so um but yeah <laughs> lastly I just want to ask you I mean, you're clearly an amazing sex fiend, but if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of sexual advice, what age or ages would you pick and what would you say? You know, like I said, I'm glad I waited. I'm glad that, you know, I saved myself for my husband. But if I went back, I think I would have more experience. I'm not saying it would make my life more fulfilled, Mm -hmm. but I think I was so responsible from such a young age, just going from an abusive father and then right to married because we met at 17. So we're married by 21. I was having kids by 23. There wasn't a lot of fun in there. And now that I'm almost 50, I'm starting to have fun. And I think I would tell myself, girl, you are hot. (laughs) Like quit being so insecure. Enjoy where your body is before children. It it does change. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's bad, but it does change. You know, um, I felt like more of a woman after I had a baby than I did before. Um, but I would tell myself to chill the fuck out. Like, yeah. enjoy your body. Don't be insecure. Like, I think raising boys has helped me with this too, because mm. I have three boys and then a daughter. And I noticed my boys and, you know, they can be, they're insecure too. They cry over girls too. But when my boys go into the bathroom and I tease them every time they're in there for a long time, um, they get in front of the mirror. They look at their muscles to this day, my 25 year old. Well, all of them, all three of them, 21, 23, 25. They want to show me their muscles. Like boys (laughs) like compliment their muscles. I don't have muscles like that. And I love their muscles. Yes. And a little girl will come up to her daddy and go, daddy, am I pretty? I mean, it's just the way we are. And so boys will get in front of the mirror and they will flex their muscles. And I will literally hear them say, I am awesome. And you know what? A dude that is bald with a beer belly will go into the mirror. He will find the one thing he likes. He go, I am awesome. Who wouldn't want to fuck this? And their girlfriends and and myself and my daughter, we go into the bathroom and we go, Oh my God, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Nothing. And I think that comes from, I think it's just in us. And I don't know why, because you can have a great dad or a bad dad. It's the same thing. And I tell, you know, my sons that when their girlfriends come over, I'm like, stop it. I'm like, let me tell you something. You are hot. You go in that bathroom right now and you pick out all the things that are hot and you know, it's hot, but you're just too embarrassed to say, I said, because I'm going to tell you what, what he does is he sees what he he may just like your nose. And you know what? Mm -hmm. He don't see anything else but your nose. And he's like, you are the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. 
And so, you know, I tell the girls, I'm like, look, you are beautiful. The flaws you see, nobody else sees. Why do we tell ourselves this? And and at 50, you still struggle. I mean, I still yeah. struggle. You know, I don't have the flat stomach I had. It could be a lot worse, but it's not terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had four beautiful children. Yeah, but, that's amazing. You know, it, right, you know, but I mean, yeah, I want that, those flat abs. Never going to have them again without surgery, but I want them. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make what I have bad. And I just, I think that's the biggest message was that I would go back And I would just tell myself, appreciate what you have, accept it. Don't be so fucking critical. Like, yeah, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. Be secure in who you are, you know? Fuck yeah. I mean, we all all need that till we die. (laughs) And it's still a work in progress. I'm better, but I'm still in progress, you know? I don't, I haven't 100% got there, but, you know, that's what I would say. Have fun. Just fuck it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> For goodness sake, have lots of sex. <laughs> you know. Renee, thank you so much for being on the show. This is such a great episode. 